In today's ever-changing world of entrepreneurship, we have one of our indigenous sisters, Ms. Sharon Oxendine of the Lumbi tribe, who will be discussing the bow and arrow of leadership. Let's talk about it. But I have a vision myself. I think we all do. And sometimes our vision doesn't line up with everything else that someone else is doing. So I wanted to be able to step into a position of being able to create some of my own uh, work and development and to give back in a way that I wanted to give back. Greetings, leaders, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Leadership Is Podcast. I am your host, Jason Mohammed, founder of JM Leadership Development. This is Season 2, Episode 10, The Bow and Arrow of Leadership with Sharon Oxendine. Sharon Oxendine is a proud First Nations woman from the Lumbee tribe in North Carolina with a strong background in diverse communities and strong relationships in the business community in Asheville and Western North Carolina. Sharon is a business development specialist with over 19 years dedicated in the business development field and CDFI industry and 28 years of nonprofit experience. Sharon recently started her own business, Bow and Arrow Consulting. She is focused on consulting with small businesses and nonprofits, creating platforms to elevate women and POC or people of color in small business development and facilitating programs that create business community. Uh, Sharon has lived in Western North Carolina region for 28 years and considers herself a tribe builder. And I bear witness to the greatness of Ms. Oxidon. Thank you very much, Sharon, for being our guest today. Oh, thank you, Jason. I love that, bear witness to something because, or someone, because I bear witness to what you are doing and that's what I get so much um, happiness. And uh, what I really like doing is watching someone like you grow in their business. So thank you so much for having me here today and uh, really looking forward to chatting with you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, the, this, the sentiment is the same here, you know, because of the selfless uh, uh, sacrifice of people uh, such as yourself um, and others that are here that see the potential uh, and are definitely displaying um, what what leadership uh, is. And so thank you so much uh, for that once again. Um, so besides all that I just said, you know, about you there um, in that pretty package, I guess, um, you know, who, who are you and what do you do? Well, let me just start with who I am, because, you know, for me, while I love my work, um, it is an extension of who I am. But um, the person that I am is comes from a long line of, to me, very great people uh, in the sense that I honor my ancestors, my grandparents and my parents who have all, you know, crossed over at this time. But who were also very, very much instrumental in me being the person that I am today. So I am Sharon Oxendine, First Nations woman, 
from Lumbee or Lumberton, North Carolina, <clears throat> one of the largest tribes in the Southeast. Um, it is state recognized, has never been federally recognized. I've done a lot of advocating for that and for that tribe and how much I really love the people I come from. Um, I learned so much growing up about work ethic, about discipline, about service, and I watched my people be in service to others, and that's something that has brought me great joy. I spent, um, as you said, I have 19 years in business development. Before that, I worked in human services for over 10 years where I worked in prisons and institutions. Um, I actually worked in a maximum security prison for men. I worked in prisons for women. And at that time, I was working with folks in prison, you know, to work with them around life skills. So uh, that work was some of the greatest work I felt that I have done. And it also gave me the ability to step into business development and realize that the work that you do, no matter who it is or what it is, is always about service to that other person. So um, I've lived in Western North Carolina for almost 30 years, um, make my home now in two places in Fairview and also in Fletcher, North Carolina in Henderson uh, County. So I'm in Buncombe and Henderson County lots of time, lots of the time. So um, I'm very dedicated to my community. I do some service work uh, at um, the church that I attend. I also do service work with um, uh, giving back through the Asheville Chamber and uh, working with them on their diversity, uh, inclusive and equity programs. So um, that's just a little bit about who I am. And uh, what I really like is being outside and being a part of nature and all that bounty that we have in this world. So Very yes, good. that's me. Uh -huh. Very good. Very mm -hmm. good. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Uh -huh. Um, all of all of that rich uh, rich history uh, with us here today. Um, so, from the um, you know the nonprofit sector um, and helping you know those in the corporate world, you know what made you take the leap of faith to start Bow and Arrow Consulting? Well, there were two or three things. I've spent years building businesses, helping to build business and working for other companies, working with some, some of the great people that have taught me so many things. They had great missions there, but I have a vision myself. I think we all do. And sometimes our vision doesn't line up with everything else that someone else is doing. So I wanted to be able to step into a position of being able to create some of my own uh, work and development and to give back in a way that I wanted to give back. And so I was able to um, get a contract to start off with, with a woman owned business out of Silva, North Carolina. Uh, it's Tanya Snyder, who uh, is CEO of 10Biz. 
we've worked together for many, many years before I accepted this contract, but she works across the state of North Carolina doing coaching, consulting, business development, uh, classes, webinars, networking, and it has been a great opportunity for me to be able to grow Bow and Arrow and still do some of the things that I like to do with Bow and Arrow. Yeah, awesome. That's awesome. So what is it, 10, 10 biz, you say? Yeah, T-E-N-B-I-Z, 10 oh, biz. Very good, very mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we'll have an opportunity to get her um, on the podcast um, as well here. So That would be great. That yeah, would yeah. be absolutely great. Well, thank you very much for that. I will definitely um, reach out. Um, so, so tell me something. How or uh, has your business uh, been impacted by the COVID-19? Well, actually, I think it's been impacted in a good way. And I kind of saw that <laughs> when I was starting my business. Unfortunately, a lot of folks have lost their business or either found that they needed help during this time. So I feel like it has increased um, <clears throat> my ability to work with others because there's been such a great need. Um, there's lots of work out there in the arena of business development, development, and I think we all see that and know that right now. So it has been a, a great opportunity for me to work with lots of different people coming from startups to expansions to other uh, realities that people are experiencing within their business. Very good. Yes, yes, ma'am. Very good. Very good. Um, so as it relates to, you know, like bow and arrow, and I know that, you know, the, the, the Native American um, connection with bow and arrow uh, and bow and arrow uh, consulting, but tell us more about the in-depth, I guess, idea uh, around bow and arrow. Why did you name it bow and arrow consulting? Well, when I started thinking about when I was putting together my own business plan, I thought about the mission and vision of the work I wanted to do. And one of the things I always feel like when I work with folks, regardless, like I said, whether it was, you know, in the past or currently with the business, is that I want to get to what is the heart of what matters most to them. And all of a sudden, I saw one of those bullseye targets, and I saw an arrow being shot into this bullseye. And I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, this is exactly what it feels like to me when I'm working with someone and we have that really strong connection, and I see myself as the person that is open to their dreams, their desires, and while it doesn't always work out the way that they think it might, it is always wonderful whenever you find yourself in that place and able to work with someone and see what matters the most for them. So being able to get to the heart of what matters to people is what's important to them. And for me, being able to do that is what's important to me. And that's what makes my work feel like at the end of the day that I have 
created or helped to co-create with someone else what really is important for them. So that is something that I've been able to look at and be able to feel really good. Somebody sent me, uh, somebody that was coaching me, sent me something about an arrow. And it said an arrow can only be shot by pulling it backward. When life is dragging you back with difficulties, it means that it's going to launch you into something great. Mm. Focus and keep on aiming. And that's what we have to do sometimes. You know, many times in life, and I know other people too, have had to start all over. And sometimes when you feel like you're at the bottom and that you're going backwards and there's all these difficulties and challenges and barriers, it just means sometimes that you're getting ready to launch into something great. Wow. And I would have never thought that at this time in my life, starting a business, and it's not so much about being successful, because I can tell you that I don't know that I necessarily feel like bow and arrow is successful. Bow and arrow has purpose and mission. It depends on what you define success. Of course, we all want to want and need to make money. I have asked to make enough to be able to do the things I need to do for myself and my family. I also want to have purpose. So bow and arrow's mission and being successful may mean that for me, that I connect with people where they are and I connect at the heart of who they are. And that's what's most important for me and what seems to be most important for other people. Excellent perspective. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, symbol, symbolism with, you know, an organization or a business is very important. I have seen uh, some businesses whose logos really does not match their business model or their mantra or their mission statement, you know, at all. And so, but definitely wanted to make sure that our audience understands um, uh, what bow and arrow uh, consulting is. So thank you for that. Um, and as it relates to bow and arrow today, we're talking about the bow and arrow of leadership. So how does that, uh, that model, that concept of bow and arrow um, transition into leadership and leadership development of next generation leaders? Well, to me, leadership is about wisdom, discernment, and leading yourself. I've always said, how can you lead other people if you can't learn, number one, to be led? I have been led by lots of people, sometimes in the wrong way, sometimes in ways that I didn't like. Hmm. Sometimes I had to be in a job and be led by someone because I needed that job. But that meant I had to be respectful, have integrity and discipline. So if I can't be led by others, how do I expect to lead other people? So as we have this next generation of leaders coming on, I think there's some really good folks that have some really good skills. But what I would say, leadership for me is about wisdom, discernment leading yourself. I am 
being asked a lot of times these days to be a mentor. And a mentor is a great way to develop more of our leaders. I was successful because other people gave to me. Other people told me some things that they saw about me good and some that needed to be worked on and gave me information to develop myself so that I could be a good, strong leader, a good person, a good director that other people would follow. So, you know, for me now, circling back, the way to give back to the next generation of leaders is to give back to them and let them know that, hey, there are other folks out here with wisdom, discernment, who have learned some things along the way and that we can help you in learning how to be the best leader you need to be. Very good, very good. So with that being said, uh, can you give our audience uh, three leadership tips that, you know, for emerging <laughs> leaders or challenging leaders? When you're a leader, people are watching you. If you take something that's not yours, people are going to see that. If you do something to harm someone, whether that's verbally or emotionally, people are going to see that and they're going to know that and they're not going to respect you. Your word is your everything. When I tell someone I'm going to be somewhere, do something, show up, I need to do that. And that's part of integrity. So also the last one I'd say came a little bit easier for me than probably it does for a lot of people. My father was in the army. We were raised with discipline. We every day were expected to take care of our rooms, take care of the house, to help my mother and father, to respect them. And those are things that you carry out into the world. So I grew up with a lot of discipline. And what I found is when I have goals, the way I've been able to reach those goals is to carry on with discipline first. Very good. So let me just recap. Um, the first one is learning to lead yourself first. The second one is having integrity. And the third one is discipline. That's correct. And awesome. 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 Uh, yeah. And I think all of those have to come together. Like I said, I grew up with grandparents that I watched in their community, that they gave back to others in their community. They fed them. They took care of them. To me, that was part of the leadership that I saw around me. It was also about service and being a leader servant, being able to work for other people, but also being able to give back to them at the same time. Very good. Thank you so much. Um, do you uh, have any closing comments and contact information? Sure. Um, yeah, I just think it's great. First of all, Jason, I've watched you, like I said, grow into all that you do. And the fact that you have, you know, defined this word leadership into a very specific wonderful word that is something that people can reach for 
and begin to establish themselves as leaders in our community and in our world. Um, and I think that's really a great, great thing. I just want to say to everyone who listens to this that, you know, I have been fortunate. So many have given to me. I used to have a grandmother that said, you know, in order to show your gratitude, always circle back and give back to those. You might not, you might be paying it forward. You might not give it back to the people who gave it to you, but always give back uh, to your community and to the world. I can be reached by email at Sharon.oxendine5 at outlook.com. Okay, very good, very good. Well, the the uh, the the beautiful Sharon Oxendine being our guest today, uh, the bow and arrow of leadership with Sharon Oxendine. Thank you so much for sharing, uh, giving us uh, of us. Uh, your time and your talent uh, and, and your wisdom uh, today. So thank you once again. Well, thank you, Jason, for having me. And I look forward to hearing your other uh, leaders that you continue to interview across our region. Have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Are you promoting the right people into leadership positions? How do you know? How do you measure the outcomes and are they the outcomes you're looking for? Please visit www.jmleadershipdevelopment.com. Again, www.jmleadershipdevelopment.com and request a half hour conversation to assess if we can address your leadership development needs. Oh, and by the way, Always remember that leadership is influence and service. Greetings, leaders, and thank you for enjoying another episode of Leadership Is Podcast, The Bow and Arrow of Leadership with Sharon Oxendine, Season 2, Episode 10. She gave us three excellent leadership tips. Number one, learn to lead yourself first. Self-leadership is definitely a requirement for anyone who is to be a leader. Number two, integrity. Integrity. It's the fabric of what holds an organization together. And number three, discipline. Discipline. You must have discipline. Discipline is structure. Discipline is order. And discipline ensures that chaos does not overtake your organization. So thank you so much, Sharon, for these wonderful tips. Here at JM Leadership Development, our primary goal is to assist your company with identifying and developing your leadership bench. If you would like to have a conversation about us doing a presentation or keynote at your next event or about your leadership bench, including helping you develop one, Please do not hesitate to reach out to us via email at info at jmleadershipdevelopment.com or give us a call 828-333-7234 and we will respond promptly. 
In the meantime, please subscribe and give us a good review for this podcast on many podcast platforms, including Apple, Google, Spotify, and much more under the name Jason A. Muhammad slash Leadership Is. You also may follow us on social media. Twitter is at LeadershipJM. Facebook and Instagram is JM Leadership Development. And always remember, leadership is influence and service. Thank you.